The Musicians of Bremen. An honest farmer once had a donkey that had been a faithful, hard-working slave to him for a great many years, but was now growing old and every day more and more unfit for work. His master, therefore, was tired of keeping him to live at ease like a gentleman and so began thinking of putting an end to him. But the donkey, who was a shrewd hand and saw that some mischief was in the wind, took himself slyly off and began his journey towards Bremen. There, thought he to himself, as I have a good voice, I may chance to be chosen town musician. After he had travelled a little way, he spied a dog lying by the roadside and panting as if he were very tired. What makes you pant so, my friend? said the donkey. Alas, said the dog, my master was going to knock me on the head because I am old and weak and can no longer make myself useful to him in hunting. So I ran away. But what can I do to earn my livelihood? (sighs) Hark ye, said the donkey. I am going to Bremen to turn musician. Come with me and try what you can do in the same way. The dog said he was willing, and they jogged on together, arm in arm. They had not gone far before they saw a cat sitting in the middle of the road, with tears in her eyes, and making a most rueful face. Pray, my good lady, said the donkey, what's the matter with you? You look quite out of spirits. Ah, me, said Grimalkin. How can a body be in such good spirits when one's life is in danger? Because I am growing old and had rather lie at my ease by the fire than run about the house after mice, my mistress laid hold of me and was going to drown me. And though I have been lucky to get away from her, I know not how I am going to live. Oh said the donkey. By all means, go with us to Bremen. You are a good night singer and may make your fortune as one of the musicians. The cat was pleased with the thought, so she wiped her eyes with her pocket handkerchief and joined the party. Soon afterwards, as they were passing by a farmyard, they saw a rooster perched upon a gate and screaming out with all his might and main. Bravo! said the donkey. Upon my word, you make a famous noise. Pray, what is all this about? Buck, buck, why, said the rooster. I was just out telling all the neighbours that we were to have fine weather for our washing day, and yet my mistress and the cook don't take me for my pains, but threaten to cut off my head tomorrow and make proud of me for the guests that are coming on Sunday. Heaven forbid, said the donkey. Come with us, Master Chanaclair. Anything will be better than staying here to have your head cut off. Besides, who knows? If we take care to sing in tune, we may get up to a concert of our own. So come along with us. With all my heart, said the rooster. So the four set on jollily along together towards Bremen. They could not, however, reach the town the first day. So when night came on, they turned off the high road and into a wood to sleep. The donkey and the dog laid themselves down under a great tree, and the cat climbed up into the branches, 
while the rooster, thinking that the higher he sat, the safer he should be, flew up into the very top of the tree. And then, according to his custom, before he sounded his triumph and went to sleep, looked out on all sides to see that everything was well. In doing this, he saw afar off something bright, and calling to his companion said, There must be a half a great way off, for I see a light. Hmm, if that be the case, said the donkey, we had better change our quarters, for lodging here is not the best in the world. Besides, said the dog, I should not be the worse off for a bone or two, or a bit of meat. And maybe, said Puss, as she licked her whiskers, a stray mouse will be found somewhere about the premises. So they walked off the spot together towards the place where Chanticleer had seen the light. And as they drew near, it became larger and brighter, till at last they came to a lonely house where a gang of robbers lived. The donkey, being the tallest of the company, marched up to the window and peeped in. Well, donkey, said Chanticleer, what do you see? What do I see? replied the donkey. Why, I see a table spread with all kinds of good things and robbers sitting around it making merry. Be a noble lodging for us, said the rooster. Yes, said the donkey. If only we could get in. So they laid their heads together to see how they could get the robbers out. And at last they hit upon a plan. The donkey sat himself upright on his hind legs, with his forefeet resting against the window. The dog got up on his back. The cat scrambled up to the dog's shoulders and the rooster flew up and sat upon the cat. When all were ready, Chanticleer gave the signal by pulling the cat's tail. Grimacle mewed and up struck the whole band of music. The donkey brayed, the dog barked, the cat mewed and the rooster crowed. Then they all broke through the window at once and came tumbling down into the room amongst the broken glass with a hideous clatter. The robbers, who had not been a little frightened by the opening concert, had now no doubt that some frightful hobgoblins had broken in upon them and scampered away as fast as they could. The coast was clear and our travellers soon sat down and dispatched what the robbers had left with much glee. As soon as they had had enough food, they put out the lights and each once more sought a resting place to his own liking. The donkey laid himself down upon a heap of straw in the yard. The dog stretched himself upon a mat behind the door. The cat rolled herself up on the hearth before the warm ashes. The rooster perched upon a beam at the top of the house. And, as all were rather tired with their journey, they soon fell asleep. But about midnight, when the robbers saw from afar that the lights were out and that all was quiet, they began to think that they had been in too great a hurry to run away. And one of them, who was bolder than all the rest, went to see what was going on. Finding everything still, he marched into the kitchen and groped about till he found a match in order to light a candle. Espying the glittery, fiery eyes of the cat, he mistook them for live coals and held the match to them to light it. But the cat 
not understanding the joke, sprang at his face and spit and scratched at him. This frightened him dreadfully and away he ran to the back door. But there the dog jumped up and bit him in the leg. As he was crossing over to the yard, the donkey kicked him and the rooster, who had been awakened by all the noise, crowed with all his might. At this, the robber ran back as fast as he could to his comrades and told the captain how a horrid witch had got into the house and had spit at him and had scratched his face with her long bony fingers. How a man with a knife in his hand had hidden himself behind the door and stabbed him in the leg. How a black monster stood in the yard and struck him with a club. And how the witch had sat upon the top of the house and cried out, Throw that rascal up here! After this, the robbers never dared to go back to the house. But the musicians were so pleased with their quarters that they never found their way to Bremen, but took up their abode in the wood. And there they live, I dare say, to this very day. Jolly companions, every one. The End <laughs>